I hope it doesn't make it do- a difference. It doesn't matter. It speaking really doesn't of, matter. Speaking of things that doesn't make a difference, welcome to Football After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. Where nothing matters and nothing matters. Wow. Except, good job, good job except Drew field goals. So let's let's just start off with that. Wait, wait, wait. Before we start, we need to pimp our foray into social media. Uh, yeah, I was going to do it at the end. We can do it right now. Uh, we have a Twitter and a Facebook page now. Uh, you can find us on either Twitter or Facebook.com slash FadPod. F-A-D-P-O-D. That's what they called me in high school. They called you FadPod? FadPod. I'm so sorry. Hey, hey, bad pod, it's your turn to kick the ball. I Get up here. I wasn't a kicker. What are you talking about? <laughs> Everybody kicked the kickball. Fad oh, you're like talking about kickball. I told last. you to kick the ball. That's right. <laughs> well, we have four little segments we're going to do today. The first one, which I talked about in the last episode I was going to go and do, I was going to take every game. Of the 2017 season, regular season. All 256 games. Yeah, this was rigorous. And yeah. uh, p- pick out, take, take all the missed field goals and extra points, add them to the scores, and find out where every team stood. So you're pretty much just going to update like the win-loss records Yeah, not, according to... Not a ton changes, but two very... Uh, there's, a, there's a couple. There's like two, between two and four, like very crazy things happen. Okay, cool. Because of this. Uh, the first one is the Bills' record doesn't change, right? Okay. But they're going to get knocked out of the playoffs. Okay, so they don't make it. They don't make yeah. it. They also barely made it anyway. Yeah. So that yeah. doesn't really surprise so me. Most, if it wasn't like, for almost Andy any Dalton. team, yeah. yeah. <laughs> almost any team was one win away. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of teams in the AFC were one win away of just taking it from the Bills anyway. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the Bills get knocked out of the playoffs. Their record doesn't change though. Nothing. Nothing really. All their losses were brutal, so <laughs> so, even, so even like there was there was one game in here where there was like there was two mixed missed field goals that didn't fucking help. Nice. Uh, the Dolphins actually uh, would lose one more game in week two. Okay. And uh, so their record would fall to five and eleven. Okay. So. Not really. Not I guess, really a, yeah, I guess I guess the the non playoff teams were kind of just like ah, they won a game, yeah. they lost one extra game. Minimal like, impact. Right. Now, funny thing about the Jets is they would win one more game, but they're also going to lose one more game, so the record stays the exact same. <laughs> uh, the Patriots, nothing changes. You shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. All right. So that was that was all the AFC East. We're going through each team here. Okay. AFC North. Um, there's only. A couple interesting things. One where uh, the Bengals' record wouldn't change because the way I did this, they technically go into a tie. But the way I worked this out is ties, I just put it so the team that won previously still won. Okay, that's fair. Because there's no other way to calculate that. Right, yeah. And plus things change, I guess. Field position and stuff like that. The only thing you could really take in consideration is field advantage. And that's not – I don't – take that too big of a factor in the nfl i mean there's certainly yeah. some teams that have a better home field advantage but it's not gonna win you games no it's not and uh yeah so i, I just put it that way that way it's, it's not doesn't get too confusing and crazy it's crazy do, enough do the browns win a game that's what i'm about to go to right now yes oh they do <laughs> the browns stop being a winless team under this and in week five they missed two field goals and it put them 
2017. I didn't write down who they were playing against, though. Oops. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, then Hugh doesn't have to take a dip. Nope, don't have to take he a still dip. Hasn't taken that dip yet. He's he going better. to. He He's... has a heart condition. <laughs> I don't care. He can't jump he, in freezing he, water. He just came out and said he's doing it this week. That's fine. I well, yeah, guess. but now, since it's nice out yeah. now in Cleveland, he has a heart condition. I don't. <laughs> and heart condition is breaking because he's in Cleveland. It's probably it's probably not gotten any better. I'm assuming the. Bulls I mean, at least he... the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nothing Do not changed. Change. No. Yeah, the Steelers made all their field goals in yes, like they, clutch they situations. Missed, so Boswell only missed one field goal. Okay. Yeah, I, they're, they're the one he missed didn't make. I don't think Tucker ever misses anyway. No. no. I think. Uh, I think the reason why he took the job in Cleveland is so he could be closer to the Cleveland Clinic. <gasps> Damn. <laughs> wow, that's a hot take. Damn. Hot take. That's a hot, sad take. Hot pockets, uh, hot take. Not much. <laughs> Changes in the AFC South. Uh, the Texans and Colts both still suck. Four and twelve records. Sweet. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Uh, and and the Jackson Titans also stay the same. So nothing wow. changes. You did. You did all this, and you're like, wow. I did a lot of work for a little bit of payout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was fun to do, though. I enjoyed it. It was an interesting little insight. Uh, the AFC West, Broncos and Chiefs stay the exact same. Yay. This is my favorite one. This is the best one. I know it's about to happen. The Chargers. <laughs> they only get one more win. Really? Yeah. The other one becomes a tie. I remember the way I did it. Oh, uh, you're right. Okay. Okay? But it, it's enough to put them over the Bills and put them in the playoffs at the sixth seed. Okay. That makes sense. Which could have made a huge difference. Yeah, because the Chargers would have played the Jaguars a lot better than the Bills did. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And, the, and the Chargers probably would have beaten the Patriots, too. Well, they would have had to get through the Steelers. Well, the Chargers would have been the sixth seed. So they would have played the Patriots yeah, yeah, they had they won. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. okay so right. I actually think that would have, have, and we wouldn't have had to play the Jaguars. It would have been very interesting. You would have gotten to play the Titans. I would have guessed. <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm angry. This makes me sad. I didn't even. I, like, bent down and screamed at the floor and still blew up the microphone. Yeah, it doesn't take much. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that's that's kind of huge, I think. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, yeah, it changes everything. Titans no, are the heartbreakers of this room right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Raiders stay the same. You surprised? Corey hates the Raiders. I, I do this. Year. I have beef. I have it, beef. It started, yeah, it started a few years ago when fucking... Fuck face. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Went for a two-point conversion on the first game of the season <laughs> away. Yeah, but the, the, the thing, you always go for two when you're on the road. That's the only time you do it. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he hates Jack Del Rio because of that. <laughs> Fucking Riverboat Jack. <laughs> Riverboat Ron. And Riverboat Jack. It's bl- it's technically Black Jack Del Rio and Riverboat Ron. Whatever. But Corey's... Had the... cares? They got old man Gruden. That's true. Oh my they God. had senile Gruden. <laughs> well, I know. I know for a Gruden's fact. Retirement home MLC. The, the Eagles definitely. I don't know if you're starting with it, but did the Eagles would have definitely lost another game? Correct. Incorrect. I thought they won that game. Tie. Oh, they tie with the Giants. Okay. The Jake Elliott like yeah, sixty yarder. Yeah. Yeah. In week four, they would have did still result in the they Giants would... lost because it was a tie. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, speaking of the NFC East, that's where we're at. Uh, the only thing that changes is the Redskins lose one more game. Who they cares? Fall, they fall to six and ten. Who cares? Damn. No one cares. 
in the NFC North. Um, the Bears and Lions ended up with a tie against each other. Okay. Which yeah, does I mean, not make a difference. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference. None at all. Uh, and that's the only thing that changes to the NFC North. That was is really uneventful. Yeah. Like the most uneventful one. Mm-hmm. Now, this is this is where it gets crazy. The NFC South. Ooh. Ooh. The Falcons lose in Week Eight. Okay. Puts them down to nine and seven. They fall out of the playoffs. Damn. Yeah. Rams the Panthers are... stay the same, but they fall to the sixth seed, to the Seahawks. Oh. Oh man. Yeah. So basically, nothing else changes until we get to Seattle. Okay. Where they win two games in week nine and week seventeen, respectively. They go to eleven and five and take the fifth seed in the playoffs. Which is insane. <laughs> For the way that team played last year. <laughs> yeah. You do think about all the shit. I remember they were still nine and seventeen, which is not a horrible record. No. All the shit we talked about, everybody has talked about Seattle through the 2017 season, you, you'd think they were like a 5-6 win team. Yeah. Anytime you have Russell Wilson in the playoffs, it could change everything. So they would have been, they would have been 11-5, and five, mm-hmm. which is, that was the same record as the Rams, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, but they lose in divisional. Right, they lose in divisional. The Seahawks are a 5 seed Yes. playing, who would they have played? Who was the 4th? Team, who's the fourth seed in the NFC? Was it uh, the Saints? The Saints played. No. The Saints was three seed. They would have played the Rams. Okay, yeah. Played, oh yeah. my god! And the Rams would have probably beat them. Maybe. 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 I, I do. They whooped the crap out of them the second time they played them. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't uh, think. The, but I, but the, they lost to the Falcons, though. I think if the Falcons could beat them. Seahawks gonna beat them in the playoffs. Absolutely. You think so? Yes. Well, the, even after right, so, Russell yeah, Wilson has the playoff advantage. It's yeah. a different it's a different beast. It's a different, yeah. So there was a big play at the end of that Rams game and they were in Rams were in the red zone. Goff throws it to Tyler Higby and there is a defender literally bear hugging <laughs> Tyler Higby, literally bear hugging him as he's trying to catch the ball. No holdings called. No pass interference is called. Mm-hmm. He doesn't catch it because of that. The game's over. Like, they would have got a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It would have put them over. I know the officiating doesn't want to call a game on a foul or a penalty in the playoffs. But when it's blatant like that, you have to. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing. You have to. Rams were a play away from winning, and they also lost to the Falcons. And you know, it's card. it's kind of interesting that a lot of teams in the NFC were a play away. Like, the Rams were a play away. The Falcons were a play away from beating the Eagles. Obviously, the Saints were a defensive stop away from beating the Vikings. So, like, the NFC playoff picture last year... So volatile. Could, nice. could have, yeah, could have been completely 100% different. It could have on the AFC side, too. But I was looking at it, like... Well, according to what you did, there yeah. There so many nine-win teams. Yeah. Like, so much could have changed. But, like, and, like, two, I think, very major things changed with that. With the Chargers making it and the Bills not making it? Chargers making it, Bills not, Seahawks making it, Falcons not. Two very interesting things that could have changed the landscape of the playoffs last year. 
Okay. I think I think well no you're saying those are the two things. Those are the two. He's things. saying that yeah. Oh okay okay. Yeah okay. those could that's could those could change the the entire playoff. Well I per, at least in the, if we're just talking AFC I do think dude the way the Chargers were playing at the end of the I really feel like they probably would have beaten the Jaguars especially because the Jaguars came out like re like they played really badly. Oh yeah. Against the Bills like like horribly I think Blake Bortles had more rushing yards than passing yards. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers are – I think the Chargers actually beat them in the regular season when they played. It was a really good game, but I think the Chargers did beat them. And, do you mean, the Chargers got – They I have the talent. They I, have the talent yeah, to take it to New England. They're 100% a playoff caliber team. And we would have freaking beat Tennessee and not lost to Jack – well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe would would have lost to Tennessee because – I don't know. Mike Tomlin probably would have been like, "Oh, we're going to play the Patriots next. We're going to beat them, even though we never beat them." <laughs> Let's not worry about Tennessee. I'm a great coach. No, no, no. What would have happened was you would have beaten Tennessee, and then the Chargers would beat New England, and you'd have no game plan for the Chargers. We never have a game plan anyway. <laughs> That's true. There's just no game right. plan. It's just throw a bunch of poop at the wall, and hopefully some of it's sticky enough that oh it stays. God. Oh so, my God. so to clarify things real fast, Saints would have played. Saints would have played the force, the the sea, Seahawks in the wild card, and not the Panthers. Panth because you said the Panthers fell to the sixth yeah. seed, oh, okay, so okay. Rams would have played the Panthers. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been an interesting game. Yeah, Saints, Saints, uh, Saints, Seahawks has some playoff history. Yes, it does. Now, see, Saints, Seahawks. I feel like the Saints, the Saints are going to win that. Saints I, I have home so, yeah. field advantage. Yeah, the Saints are going to win that game. And I still think I don't know with with. With the the Rams playing, I think the Rams playing the Panthers is different because the Panthers were like really schizophrenic last year. Yeah, I but could see that. that As, despite that last play that the Rams had, like that was a very for how hot the Rams were all year. That was a very very bad home playoff game. Yeah, that's what the playoffs do to you. Yeah, like against a team that I personally, dude, the Falcons lost in back to back weeks to the Bills and the Dolphins. Like, the Falcons were not some, like, world-beating team. No. Like, I did it on... Oh, man, I, I was about to... Oh, screw it. I'm just going to plug my show on Monday. Whatever. I talked about that on my show, about how Matt Ryan had a really bad year last year. Like, comparatively to his MVP year, he did not have a very good year. Mm-hmm. And that team was very susceptible. And I feel like the the Eagles were lucky that they beat them. And apparently, like, despite how bad the Rams played, the Rams were should have probably beat them. Yep. So it's wild. Moral of the story is make, make your sure fi- your kicker doesn't suck. Yeah, make your field goals. Yeah. yeah. Uh all right, so now we're gonna continue a segment that we kinda started last episode where me and Kuiper ranted or praised our teams. Uh and we're gonna actually go through every team and do that. We're probably gonna do two a week. It's gonna take a chunk of our episodes uh today justin and matt are going to go through the packers and the chiefs respectively i don't know which one of you want to start first uh, i just got done talking forever oh so you want me to i mean yeah i'd like i'd like to take a second if you don't mind all right <laughs> i just i just did a report all right i did a report yeah, before that it's, it's interesting that matt ryan played worse but on pff he, he was, was rated the, he was the number two quarterback i don't worse? understand it i think it had something to do with he just didn't like make a lot of bad mistakes, I guess. Yeah. He just didn't have the touchdown numbers and the yards numbers. Mm-hmm. It's just very mm-hmm. shocking to me. 
So, Matt. So, Kuiper, what do you want to know? I don't have my popcorn with me, and I wish I'd have brought it. I don't know what you're talking about. How do you feel? What is your What is your outlook on the lovable, huggable Kansas City Chiefs? Okay, well, we should have been the team moving to Las Vegas because we're either going to go... Four and twelve, or twelve and four, or five and eleven, or eleven and five. It's a roll of the dice. I don't know. All right, so like we have the Mahomes Messiah. He's the savior of the franchise. <laughs> I, the alliteration is there. That is his nickname from Hence and Ever Forth. I don't know if that's the phrase Hence and Ever. Hence and I, I like it. It sounds great. <laughs> I want it to be. But I mean, like I still love Alex Smith. Um, he handled the draft and the switch with grace, not like, you know, Roethlisberger. Mm. The day Mahomes was drafted, Alex Smith got in contact with Mahomes, cleared the waters right away, and said, hey, if you need anything, I'm here for you. And that's a big deal to me. Mm. He didn't go to reporters and talk about how a third-round quarterback is about to steal his job. Mm. <laughs> not supposed to rant about my team, Matt. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. We lost Marcus Peters. He was a ball hawk. He was had high in interceptions. People say he didn't ha- had tackle issues. For the most part, he kind of did, but they weren't as bad as people said. He played more for the ball than he did the player. Um, we gained Kendall Fuller. He Kendall Fuller would have been the perfect number two cornerback that we haven't had for years to go opposite of Peters. You know, Kendall Fuller is a good cornerback. He was the number one rated slot cornerback last year what are we gonna do we're gonna we have to plug him in as the number one corner now that's a roll of the dice how do you what do you know you're gonna get with him oh by the way we have kendall fuller and then we dropped after peter including peters four of our five cornerbacks from last season aren't on the team anymore okay (laughs) okay did you really four of them well i mean a lot of them weren't very good no, but, they weren't so good. Maybe at they all. shouldn't. Maybe they shouldn't have had jobs. We, we dropped Terrence Mitchell, Kenneth Acker, Philip Gaines, traded Marcus Peters, all of them gone. Whew. And uh, Philip Gaines needed to go because he was statistically the worst cornerback in the league last year. I'm sorry, we're pouring water. Yeah, me and Corey, me and Corey are co-oping this below the mic, pouring the water. I'm holding the cup. It will not go anywhere. I, I, I would die. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. For, I'm sorry for the interruption. I just thought it was fun that me and Corey just co-op the shit out of that fist bump. Right. We also made a huge mess, but we're not going to talk. There's about a that. lot of water in, in by Corey's feet. Anyway, Matt, hey man, that's life, you know. All right, um, we replaced Derek Johnson with Anthony Hitchens, vet for vet. Derek Johnson's old. I wish he would have come back to the team as. Uh, a coach is a linebacker coach. Instead, he wanted to play. If he wants to play, he should be allowed to play. He went to the Raiders. Um, one of the problems with that, which I'll get to, um, Derek Johnson was good in coverage. Anthony was. Hitchens. Anthony Hitchens is more of a run-down, sack quarterback, stop-the-run kind of player. So we lost a little bit more coverage and four more cornerbacks. What are you going to do? Um, we got David Amerson, serviceable, not great. He's like in the average tier cornerback-wise. Uh, same with safety Robert Golden in the middle. Ugh. Xavier Williams, defensive lineman, above average run stopper. And 
for some reason we signed Kerwin Williams, he's not going to make it through the preseason cuts. Too many running backs. So, all of those defensive holes meant that we had to do something with the draft this year. And if you look into last year, Kansas City was second to last in rookie snaps. Uh, the only There was only one other rookie on the team than Hunt that played more than 20 snaps. And, oh man, I already forgot the name. But it was only because we played a bunch of backups in the Week 17 game. Mm -hmm. All of our rookies didn't play last year. And Kareem Hunt would have not played had the injury to Spencer Ware probably not occurred. So the fact that that Kareem was even in the lineup, period, was like apropos to what you guys were probably trying to do going into that season. So our rookies last year had a potential to not contribute at all. Mm Mm-hmm. So we go to our draft. Um, the first guy we draft, a defensive tackle, not a cornerback. Okay, whatever. We didn't have a first-round pick. It was second round. He, great fill-in, uh, breather guy. We have issues with stopping the run, but it's not mm-hmm. our biggest you know, our biggest threat. And he needs to learn the system, and I think he's going to fill in for other defensive tackles and whatnot. But he's not, he's not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So then we trade up to get Clemson inside linebacker Dorian O'Daniel. He is purportedly, eh, reportedly, reportedly, thank you, our Derek Johnson replacement. He is a cover linebacker. He's smaller, 220 pounds. He's not made for every down. We'll use him in third down situations, uh, pass down. He can cover tight ends, um, and he was rated as one of the best like cover linebackers in the draft. So I get it why we went up for him. We needed to replace Derek Johnson. But still, not what you wanted. Not what I wanted. Not what the team really needed. Although at the same time, I sort of like low key hope this means we stop having Justin Houston cover number one receivers. Oh, <laughs> dude. Okay. There's nothing like watching Justin Houston line up opposite of Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> dude, for, Matt. Okay. Well, first of all, I love it. It makes me really happy. Oh, I bet it does. But, <laughs> I bet it does. But I understand from a from a scheme standpoint that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. All right. So first of all, Justin Houston should be able to press him at the line. <laughs> no fucking problem. I know. Yeah. He should be able to bench press him at the line. Actually, nah, because he, he's a big linebacker. Antonio's got to give him a little dopey dough, and he gets around him. If, yeah. Pretty much. If 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 Johnson doesn't get his hands. On him, I mean Houston. I mean, I'm sorry, Houston. Yeah, if Houston doesn't get his hands immediately on him, it's over. Because all Antonio Brown has to do is just like one little shimmy, and he's like on the ground, like on the ground, on the ground, open down the field. Yeah, which is almost exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah, so that's funny. <laughs> all right, so so um, our next pick, Texas A&M safety Armani Watts. <laughs> what round was this? This was a uh, third round. Still, okay, we had two third round picks. Okay. Um, we get we let go of Ron Parker. Eric Murray and Daniel Sorensen played like shit when we when they had to fill in for Eric Berry last year, so they got him for insurance. All right. So first of all, I had Sorensen in a Madden league. He had a game winning interception in his hands in the air, and he dropped it to an Antonio Brown that was sliding underneath him. <laughs> and it gave him the first down to win the game. So fuck Sorensen. He, <laughs> dropped, he dropped a couple interceptions in the real game, real game, in real weeks too. I forget which teams they were, but he cost us games too. So I understand. 
sometimes Madden's just like real life. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I hate you, Tobin. So, <laughs> oh, no, Armani Watts was our fourth round, and I don't think we had a fifth round because we go all the way to the sixth round. All right. Central Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Cornerback Trayvon Smith. No, see, this is going to be your superstar. He's going to be, listen, that's how it happens. He's going to be a stud, I bet. He's going to be the Sherman. That is right. Of your team. Man. Out of central, not just Arkansas. We're talking like in the dead center of Arkansas. <laughs> Central <laughs> Arkansas. Like, it's in the just, very dead center. Right where the right where the second A is <laughs> in Arkansas. It goes right into everything I've been talking about. Peters was traded. Again, we dropped Terrence Mitchell, Kenneth Acker, Philip Gaines. We have issues with run stopping and making Houston go cover Antonio Brown. I know we got Kendall Fuller. He was one of the best slot cornerbacks last year, like I said. He's got to play the number one. This guy's got to come in and play our slot now. Sure, maybe he's better than Philip Gaines. He fucking better be better than Philip Gaines. <laughs> Again, the statistical worst cornerback in the NFL in 2017. He has to play better than him. Can't, can't go higher than... I can't go any lower. No. Then worse. You could just no. tie him. Oh, God. He could just be as bad. But he's going to come in and probably be our slot guy, or maybe he'll be the number two and Emerson will be the slot guy. Either way, our cornerbacks have... I don't know what we're going to fucking do. I don't know how we're expected to stop anybody this year. And then our last pick, defensive lineman Khalil McKenzie from Tennessee. Who cares? Last the pick. Defensive lineman. Defensive lineman, he might take a few breathers. He probably won't even play this year. So, like, you get through all of that, and then you look at our schedule, which, if anyone's looked at our schedule. I messaged, listen, I, when that schedule came out, the very first person that I messaged was you. Yeah, I know. And I, because I looked at your first six games, and I was like, Matt. The first six games. We start off with. Do you know this? Oh, man. It's so. We start off with at at Los Angeles Chargers, which. We've beaten them eight times. Five of them have been by double digits. We've won eight times in a row against them. Five by double digits. Okay. One of them was a crazy comeback win. Mm -hmm. You know, crazy things happen. I think we're going to split the series with them this year. Mm -hmm. We probably lose week one. Then we play in Pittsburgh. The Kansas City Chiefs haven't won in Pittsburgh since 1986. (laughs) Woo! Oh, boy. I was negative six years old. Yeah. <laughs> we were unborn children. We were, yeah. We were still in our death. <laughs> no, God. Well, half of you were anyway. Well, yeah, it's for half of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. That's, yeah. So, we, yeah. Our first home game is against the 49ers. Sure, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't wa- hasn't lost a game yet, but he will this time. <laughs> he, look, Jimmy this... Garoppolo comes from the Bill Belichick school of thinking. Andy Reid counteracts the Bill Belichick school of thinking. He certainly does. That's true. That's literally 100% true. The so. buck stuffs with Mahomes. <laughs> That's right. Dude, oh my god. Mahomes, like... Mahomes is going to be like... The, we, the cross-conference kryptonite to Jimmy we, Garoppolo. We built our offense for Mahomes. We have Tyreek Hill, who uh, was targeted uh, 20 yards or more downfield 24 times last year. The next closest wide receiver was targeted four. Okay, well, that's because when Tyreek, when the ball is snapped, Tyreek Hill is 20 yards down the field. <laughs> when the ball is snapped. 
I'm just saying we have Tyreek Hill to go deep. Now teams have another year of film on him. That's why we got Sammy Watkins so he can go deep. They can go deep. <laughs> Kelsey can run a deep go. Kelsey can run a deep go over the middle of the field. Kareem Hunt can run deep goes. He did it in game one. I had him on fantasy. That was the big touchdown. He can, he can run a deep halfback option. Mahomes can drop back, dopesy doe, throw no look pass 30 yards down the field, hope something happens. And then so, that is our offense. So what you're <laughs> telling me offense. is you're converting to a vertical offense. Yes. <laughs> and a vertical Shh. defense, which is just going to be... Oh, my God. Anyway, so then we then we play at the Broncos. All games against the Broncos are close, whether it's doinking a field goal in or losing on one play. Yep. I think that's another series we split. We probably lose the away game. Then at home versus the Jaguars. Whew. I I don't know. Maybe. Toughest, probably toughest test of Mahomes' career. It will yeah. probably be Bortles' best game ever. It, oh no! I'll be. Ugh. I feel like I. That's I, a toss up, man. That's one of those like roll the dice, win or lose games. It, like one of those things. I just don't know. And then right after that, we have to go to New England. <laughs> <laughs> so we get beat. We get beat the fuck out by Jacksonville at home, and then we get a board a plane to New England. Oh my god. I know we've had New England's number. You have. Y- you really don't know. They're they're. I mean, we have all predicted they're going to be slightly worse this year, but still good. Yes. So I, I don't know exactly what that means if we're going to still have their number or what. And then finally, after all that, take a deep breath, lead it in. <gasps> we get to come home and play Cincinnati. Who? <laughs> Who? 16 to 3 loss to Cincinnati. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> 15 to 12, no touchdowns. No, no, not again. Um, no, we're going to beat Cincinnati. You're going to beat Cincinnati. And then we're at home versus the Broncos. This is our win against the Broncos. And then we go to Cleveland and we beat Cleveland. Then we're at home in Arizona and we beat Arizona. Then we're at home versus the Rams and we lose. And then we're at Oakland and Gruden sucks. And then we're <laughs> home versus Flacco. Flacco sucks. Flacco sucks, but... But it might be Jackson. It won't be Lamar Jackson. No, it won't. It won't be Lamar Jackson. It'll be Flacco, but... Flacco, It'd be nice, though, because Flacco we Flacco is see. 3-0 and against the Chiefs all time. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. That makes me sad. God, I hate the Ravens so much. That AFC North Kansas City Chief curse. Good I don't know, Lord. man. When you travel past the Mississippi, <laughs> it's just not good. <laughs> So, we're going to beat them, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. And then we're at home versus the Chargers. And then we go to Seattle. I we, think you'll beat Seattle. We should. This is supposedly a rebuilding year for them, but when you have Russell Wilson, you never know. Right. You got your boy. And then we end the season at home versus Oakland. Easy peasy victory. All right. But like I said, the team could go 5-11 and 11 or 11-5. and five. And I honestly don't know, and it's scary. Bravo. That was great. <laughs> that was excellent. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. God. Thank you. Poetic. That's our <laughs> local Chiefs expert here. Now, you know, but here's the thing. Just before Justin starts about the Packers, 
I'm glad that we had you to do the Chiefs because Tobin, our other good friend who is a Chiefs <laughs> fan, would it would have taken about 15 seconds. Uh-huh. He'd have been like, they suck, they're going to lose every game. And that would have been the end. <laughs> and I'm glad we have you for the Packers because our other friend, who is a Packers fan, would have said, they suck, they're terrible, they're going to lose every game. No, Shiley would have been, would have said, they suck, they're terrible. Aaron's going to win every game. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of how he does Shively it. would have memed. Oh, yeah. Uh, Justin might meme. We don't know. We'll Justin my, might meme. My rant about the Packers is nowhere near as in-depth as Matt's. It's actually very different. Where I'm going to talk about a few very particular topics concerning the Packers. And number one, why the fuck I don't know. are all of you <laughs> still sleeping on Jimmy Graham? This was I'm one not... of the... I'm talking in general. Like, okay. everybody. The, the yeah, world, yeah. right? Yeah. This is one of the biggest moves of the preseason. People like it? Because he's old the... as fuck, and he had a, multiple knee injuries. He led the and... league in receiving touchdowns last year. Yeah, but how many number snaps two. did he play? It's number two. Uh, uh, no, almost all number two. of them. I'm sorry, number two. You're number two. He was in almost every game. At, every snap? He didn't get hurt last year. Really? No, no, not at all. He was perfectly healthy. Caught a shit ton of touchdowns. Bad system. On, it, I mean, it really was. It's a. Yeah. It's not. A, it's not a tight end friendly system in Seattle. No. no, and he still did that with Russell Wilson throwing. Who was one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL? We're going to talk about that later. But then, so you upgrade a quarterback with Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. That's an upgrade. You go from one of the best quarterbacks to the best quarterback in the NFL currently, right? So he is an upgraded quarterback. <laughs> you have a new offensive coordinator who is tight end friendly. That is also true. That is also true. No, it's true. Yeah. Made more you have the number two him. leading touchdown receiver in the NFL no, no, no. could become the number one. I forget. Uh, in this next year, nobody's talking about it. Cook. Cook. That's right. Jared Cook looked good. Nuts. Jared Cook <laughs> looked <laughs> great when Aaron Rodgers was throwing balls to him. How he good? Did. How good did he look when Derek Carr was throwing balls to him? Not very not, good. Not very good. Not very good. So, this is the first time we've this first time while we've had a truly talented tight end on the team since um, uh, since Jermichael Jermichael Finley. Yeah, it's it's been a while, and I think it's the same OC. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. 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 And Jermichael was like a really really good tight I'm end. I'm telling you, like Jimmy Graham doesn't have a lot of years left in him, but he's going to spend these next few in Green Bay lighting it the fuck up. Okay, mostly going to be an end end zone. Yeah, like just like he was in Seattle. Most of his stuff's going to be done in the end zone, mm-hmm. which is great. He's able to he's, – he's a big dude. He's able to break and get what he needs to get done with the best throwing the balls to him. It's going to be nuts. Nobody's he, talking about it. Jimmy Graham has never had a non-elite quarterback throwing him I the know, ball. He, he's had an excellent He's career. had, like, the luckiest career. Drew Brees to Russell Wilson to Aaron Rodgers. Right. Holy fuck. Like, can you – that's insane. <laughs> like, right? that – you never, like, dipped below, like, a certain peak. That's insane. <laughs> you never dipped below, below like, incredible. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are three incredible quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. It makes me really mad. Okay. I, I understand I, I, so. I, I really think that, like, y'all – like, everybody's sleeping. Everybody – all you who are listening, you're fucking sleeping. Wake up. <laughs> Wake, Wake up, sheeple. Up. Wake uh, up, sheeple. <laughs> I'm going to be upset if he's not your second round pick. That's all I'm saying. Second round? There's no way Justin drafts. Justin drafts. Second round. We're not, let's not get off topic with fantasy football. But Ju- Justin is. St- Ju- Justin's been consistently pretty good at fantasy, and that wouldn't be a very smart nah, fantasy nah, move. I don't, so. I, I don't know. That's no. If he doesn't. <laughs> If he doesn't draft him at second, Justin is sleeping on him as much as everybody else. Maybe. 
We'll see. That, that, that what I just said wasn't. Okay. Next. When when we lost Doreen Nelson a few months ago, it's I like, didn't care at first. <laughs> it sounded like, like, like if he... <laughs> it sounded like, like he died. <laughs> he might as well have died going like my, to... My mom woke me up the black for hole. school. My mom woke me up for school one morning. She's like, Justin... We took Jordy to the farm, and he's going to stay oh, there. Oh, no! <laughs> Mama, no! <laughs> Not Jordy! <laughs> but Jordy Nelson, when he left Green Bay, which... Broke was, your heart. Broke my heart. He's the first NFL player that like, I I absolutely adored. Like, like, I, 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 one of the reasons I started liking the Packers was because of the synergy between Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson. Mm-hmm. I thought it was incredible, and I loved it. And I attached to that. They're like best friends. Yeah. Like in real life. They were like in real life best friends. Mm-hmm. So we left the team. I was heartbroken. But also I was like, yeah, I can see it. Right? Mm-hmm. And I started thinking over these last couple weeks about what else we could have cut besides Jordy Nelson who would have still been valuable. Ooh, you told team. me about this before. I'm going to start with number one. This is a no, no particular order. Randall Cobb. Mm. Yep. What's uh, what's he been up to, huh? For the past <laughs> three and a half years, what's he uh? Been uh, he's been uh, he's he been, been up to? He's been catching uh, been catching slants, and uh, getting like three touchdowns a year. I would almost rather have Geronimo Allison. Okay. In over him. Like, he's been my he's been a pretty solid number three receiver for me on my fantasy teams. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, but that's but that's pretty, he's a he's a pretty solid player on your fantasy team when your other two guys are on bye weeks. Like, I understand that cutting Jordy Nelson saves you more money, mm-hmm. but like trim the fat. Jordy Nelson with Aaron Rodgers, like it's just historically so. Whenever he's with Aaron Rodgers, shit happens and he goes big. Mm-hmm. It's the way it works. And it's, you still have Devontae. Yeah, and Devontae, who who has stepped up and become our number one. Mm-hmm. Even if Jordy was still on the team, Devontae would be the number one receiver. Yeah. It's it's clear and obvious. Mm-hmm. Jordy would be number two, Cobb would be number three. I wish Cobb was cut and be Geronimo number three. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I would want. Technically, it would be, let's be real, Graham is number three. Technically, yes. Yeah, it would it would, it would would go from still having Jordy, having Jordy, Devontae, and Graham would be three. Allison would be like four or fifth. Yeah. Yeah. So, that makes me, like, really, really upset. And I just, I just can't see why, I'm sorry, I'm I'm trying to think here. I can't see why it it seems like a more sensible move when you still would have had, looking at at their cap space, they still would have been okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Cutting Randall Cobb and not Jordy Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was not it was not much of a difference. Like Cor- yeah. I remember you and I when we sat down, like Jordy was owed more than Cobb was, but it wasn't by like a ton. Like yeah. it wasn't like they backloaded this contract from Jordy Nelson and were like trapped. It was it was both pretty close. The only real significant difference was that Cobb is about. I don't know, like three years, four years younger yeah. than Jordy. That was really the only I think his real, yeah, real big difference. Yeah, his production's already less than Jordy's was, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not so when Aaron wasn't playing, but look who was playing. Yeah, uh, the other Deshaun Kaiser. <sighs> we got both of them now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Dude, you do. We got two Deshaun Kaisers on our team. <laughs> 
Now, the other player that could have been cut instead, it's actually one that I probably would have preferred the most, is fucking Clay Matthews. Ooh. Remember how you're, you know how you're sick of Ben Roethlisberger? I'm fucking sick of Clay Matthews. We've talked about this, that, yeah, Clay Matthews is... I think it's his t- it's been his time to either go or retire mm-hmm. for a while now. He's injury-ridden. When he's in, he's been he's make, been making less and less of an impact almost every game. Mm-hmm. And it almost seems like he's just there to be like a captain figure now, even though HaHa Clinton Dix has taken over the captain position. Right. I don't understand why he's still on the team. Is this out of some kind of like loyalty, I'm mm-hmm. guessing, and let him retire as a Packer when he's ready yeah. to retire? But it's just wasting fucking money. Mm-hmm. It's a literal waste. It, it, you and I talked about it a while ago where it ever since – they because you you guys had that G I don't remember what his name was I think it was Ted Thompson whoever it was the GM for uh, the Packers forcing Clay Matthews who is an undersized outside linebacker who plays in a three four system his only job is to rush the passer that you made him play inside linebacker yeah. a position that he is not built to play and it absolutely destroyed him yeah, like yeah. his body it destroyed his body his his body has not recovered and and it's unfortunate i love clay matthews Mm -hmm. you know he's one of the another one of the current you know players of the packers it's like basically legendary at Mm -hmm. this point but but football is a business and you gotta cut when you gotta cut you gotta trim the fat when you gotta and And he is just literally there mm -hmm. and not much else it's very similar to um what the steelers did with troy yep with troy palomalu where like i mean he was way way past his prime and constantly getting hurt and then even when he was out there he wasn't effective yeah at what he was like used to like what you were used to seeing from him like we're used to seeing clay there were times where clay matthews would be like i know we're referencing madden again but like there were times where clay matthews was like the second or third highest rated outside linebacker in the nfl yeah like he was a beast. He yep. like he wrecked games. I, I remember. I remember plays as soon as the ball would snap. All of a sudden, he's on the yeah, fucking quarterback. It's insane. Just like that, and it was incredible to watch. But then you may, you they moved him to inside because they it, just it didn't have him. anybody, and it, it destroyed his. It, it just fucked him so bad, and I mm-hmm. I feel so bad for him mm-hmm. because if he would have continued to what he was doing, it, it, his numbers would have stayed the same. He would have been healthier. Probably would have still been a great asset to the team. Yeah. Now. It's, not much left. Now he just makes really funny commercials. Yep, that's about it. Oh, that's it. But despite Aww. all that, let's, let's let's get a little positive here. We're uh, about to get real positive because after this, we're going to talk about the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. So it's about to get real positive for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, it sure is because Aaron Rodgers is number one on all your list. But who? I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, obviously, he's going to run on mine. Who would have mm. guessed? Anytime. This team, like, as long as Aaron Rodgers is there, we can win a Super Bowl. I agree. Almost guaranteed, like, like, like almost, like, guaranteed that we have a chance. Right. Every single year he's there. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that it's, you know, slowing down. Mm-hmm. We're getting closer there. But I think we've made some more appropriate moves to help that along. I really, really liked your guys' draft. Yeah. It was really nice. Now, we have two rookie corners who are going to probably start, Whew. which is scary. Still better than our defensive backfield. <laughs> <laughs> Watching, I would have loved to see the Packers take two, <laughs> before the Chiefs even had a pick, the Packers picked two of the top corners <laughs> in the draft. Like, 
Before the Chiefs even made a selection, you guys took Jairi Alexander, who might actually be the best corner. He was just injured last year. And then Josh Jackson, who I think is the best, like, pure, like, outside playmaker. Right. And something we kind of forget about is the Packers actually have an excellent offensive line. They were just mm-hmm. all hurt. Yes, that is true. And uh, They have very good uh, tackles wanted, on either side. I wanted yeah. to scream. I'm sorry. <laughs> about what? Just that. But... Oh, what I just said. Oh, yeah. I turned around and I was when, going to, but I, I'll hold it in. In the draft, when we traded our pick away and then traded back up, was actually an excellent move. I was um, really upset originally when you did that, yeah, but then we traded it back give, up. Give, I was like, oh, second. God, our, our, our first. Oh, Matt, Matt's going to go yell. Our first round's gone. Oh, wait. <laughs> Just shut the. Let's see if we can hear him. I want to see if we can hear him. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. That's some quality content right there. This is what you get here on Football After Dark. Yeah, just Matt screaming, God damn it. Mad. Real mad. mad. We'll all, we all get mad. really angry. I feel a little better now. <laughs> Half so, of Madden. Almost like every year that since I've been a Packers fan, it gets towards the beginning of the season, and I'm, I'm excited. Right. I'm always super excited, just mainly just to watch the team play. I love them, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm we're gonna we're gonna win minimum eleven games as long as Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, and we will go to the playoffs. We will beat the Cowboys in the playoffs when we eventually meet them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They don't have Des to not catch passes anymore. <laughs> It, does, it, it doesn't it matter. Does matter. <laughs> just, they're not going to make the, the game. Here's the thing: the game will be lit. Oh yeah, it'll be like, incredible. Every, every single time the Cowboys play the Packers, it's insane. But the Packers just win. Yeah. Like, it's just <laughs> it's whatever way via hail marys, last second field goals. It doesn't matter. We we, we pull it, it out. It doesn't matter. It do- <laughs> oh, got him. I like it. <laughs> now there is. I was looking at our schedule, and I feel like there was only one bump in the road. Through the whole thing. It's not that bad. They're, it's spaced out pretty well. Where you have, like, like easier games kind of mixed in with the hard ones. There's not really any, like, big hard streaks until... see if I can pull it up here. I had it back before I closed it like a jackass. Uh, I think I know, like, the stretch that you're a, talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's a stretch starting, I think, with week four. So that's, like, after you, like, got a, probably a couple easy wins. You start against the Bears. Start against the Bears. Sunday night football. I can't wait. Fuck the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's going to be lit. Right after that, uh, we have another home game against Minnesota, which is also going to be lit. <laughs> I can't wait. Those games are always gruesome, tons of fun, and with the way the Vikings are now, it's, it's going to be great. I just hope Aaron doesn't get hurt again. Oh, God, yeah, me too. Alright, but it starts with week five. The reason we're starting our, our week five game is us going to the Lions. How many of you are just like, eh? We actually have a harder time against the Lions in their home. A lot. Yeah, actually. Uh, you think about it, you, car, you go back to that, that Rogers to Rogers Hail Mary. That happened in, in Detroit. In Detroit, yeah. And we would have lost that game if not for that Hail Mary. You guys, like, stunk that entire game. Yeah. That was, like, a bad... We don't play well in Detroit. Mm-hmm. We haven't. So, like, that's always kind of... That's always a game where I'm a little more... Usually mm-hmm. we pull it out, but... Right. I get a little concerned starting around when we get to go to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Then we have to host the Niners, which every team should be scared about playing the 49ers right now. You know, prior to when when 
Colin Kaepernick was the quarterback for the 49ers. He he roasted the Packers oh, I a, cu- a couple of times. So yeah, it's there, yeah. there, there might be that like weird triangle effect where the the Niners are the bugaboo of the Packers. Yeah, and it, so it, it scares me. Yeah, it, it's I mean it's at home, so we, we always have a better chance at home. Lambo's always huge for us. We win almost every game there. Rogers never throws interceptions there. Yeah, yeah. until last year when he threw two. Yeah, which game. is. It's Carolina. It's, he, I think there was some weird statistic where Aaron Rodgers would have to throw like five interceptions mm. over the next like eight home games to match like the next person underneath him. Yeah. As far as like total QBR at home, it's like wild. It's stupid. It's so good. You're going to love it. And after that, we go to LA to face the Rams. Oh, boy. So that's, that's two scary games right in a row. Oh, wait, it's not done yet. Then we go to New England. What's with all these teams facing the Rams and then New England back to back? I don't know, man. Why do they do this? I don't to know. Us? That's a that's a weird thing. Why do they do this to us, man? It's it's not cool. <laughs> it's the NFL trying to tell you it's going to be the Rams and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. We when we in the rare times we do you do play against New England, we play them hard. So Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, I believe, I think they've only played once against each other. I think yeah. there was a time where like the Packers played the Patriots, but it was the year that Brady got hurt. I think they've only played each other once, and I think the Packers won. Yeah, that game was lit. It's only once every four years. Yeah. Well, when they, I mean, Brady's been in the league for our entire lives. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> but it was far not too long ago. That's true. Yeah. So that's like what two? That's three rough games in a row, right? Mm-hmm. But then we get some relief after that. The Dolphins come to us. Oh, nice Poor Miami. Nice bye week. Nice, basically, yeah. Easy, nice easy bye week. And then after that, it's not too bad. Like it's spaced out pretty well, right? So we have like we're hosting the Dolphins, then we go to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Won't be too bad. Oh, Seattle Green Bay though. Oh, it's oh, oh, it's that's a rivalry that not enough people love. Yeah, I, God, I, man, the, the times when Seattle plays it Green Bay never happened. It's without always the replacement great. Refs, that's true. It's always fantastic, no matter which way it ends. It either it either breaks my heart or gets me hype as shit. Right? Because like when Seattle does beat us, it's always a heartbreaker. That's but, 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> 100% true. <laughs> We're looking forward to it. Then we, then we go to the Vikings again, but then we face the Cardinals, which we don't know what's going on with them, really. Mm. Uh, the chosen one. That's what we know. <laughs> oh, man. The chosen one. The chosen one. <laughs> and then we go hosting the Falcons. Then we go to our away game at the Bears. Mm-hmm. We'll beat them. Then we, go to the, then we go to New York, face the Jets. You'll beat them. Pretty sure we'll beat them. And then we host the Lions for the last game of the season, as we do every year. And we'll beat them. All right. And so we're going to win like... 11, like 10, 11 games. Yeah. The the ceiling for the Chiefs. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm confident. I'm excited. And I can't wait to see Rodgers back on the field. I miss him so much. Right. I think it's going to be... 2018 is going to be a great year for the Packers, I think. All right. Okay. That was way more optimistic. <laughs> yeah, two, two, two things. Well, the first thing... Wasn't really the first angry. thing wasn't optimistic. Yeah, the first was, thing was, you... I was angry at all of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not us, everyone listening. Yeah, Everybody, all listening. of you listening right now. Justin's mad at all, all two of you. Of you. <laughs> all two. Well, one of those two is Matt right now listening. Oh wow, he's <laughs> tapped in. I just broke the fourth wall real hard. Well, I I Matt, this, when you're listening, I got this headset right here. Does this count? Am I now the third listener? You are with that headset on. For you audio listeners, which is everybody, I just put the headset on. You say that like every episode, and it always makes me laugh. You audio listeners, which is all of you. I can't. I can't wait 
to get mad at myself later. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I can hear you screaming "God damn it!" over your "God damn it." Yeah. <laughs> so, let's round out today's episode with our list of top five quarterbacks. Which way do you want to start? Oh, we're starting from the top and going down. Yeah, I think because it gets it gets more different going towards number five. Yeah, I think. All right, so our our top three are gonna probably be mostly the same, if not interchangeable. We're gonna have to keep a tally. On who's where. Okay, we, uh, give Corey uh, the notebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do we have that? Yeah. I have, I have a pen. Corey's good at keeping them averages. That's right. Where's my pen? I think I have one. I got one right here. Okay, you're good. Oh, we're so unprofessional. Oh, man. Wow. I didn't cover I mean, you I, think we're recording this a, in a basement. I, I had a fucking notepad open With, on my computer. Oh, right man. Next I'm not even going to talk about what's down here. God. There's a Genhart right, down here. So, there is. <laughs> so, Corey, if you'd like to start, that you you've already got the notebook in hand. I already I already know. I don't know the order did of Corey's put, list, but did you I put do Drew know Drew Brees at one. Drew Brees is one. All right, first of all, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Nobody's else is gonna touch the amount of five thousand yard seasons that he's had. Four five thousand yard seasons. Count them. No one, one, two, three, four. Ha! Uh, I'm pretty sure he has the same amount of the top five passing percentage seasons. He's thrown for 5,000 yards as many times as there are other people that have thrown for 5,000 yards. Yes, sir. Matt Stafford did it once. Uh, Tom Brady did it once. Dan Marino did it the original time. And Peyton Manning did it once. So he's explosive. Has he ever thrown two Hail Marys in a single game? (laughs) Because he's played consistent enough all game that he doesn't have to throw Hail Marys. But the Hail Marys are really impressive, and they're amazing, and they're scripted plays because he can throw a ball accurately 70 yards off his back foot. Yeah, but I thought throwing power doesn't matter. He's airborne when he throws that ball. He's always airborne. This is a a far pass down the Rodgers thing. He He comes up off his left foot. When he throws the ball, it technically both his feet are in the air. Can I just say I really hated Brett Favre? Can I just say that? <laughs> oh, Ready? I was not a fan of Brett Favre growing up. I don't give a fuck about Brett Favre. Yeah, I, oh. I, I'm a new Packers fan. I could care less about him. All right, okay. So Corey, getting back fucking to Corey, tree chopping right. fuck. We're getting we're so, getting off subject. So number you, one is Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Well, we gotta go around the table now. <laughs> He's my number one. All right. <laughs> Who's number two? It's Rodgers. Okay. Uh, number three is Brady. All right. Number four is Russell Wilson. And number five, because I have my argument out right now. <laughs> oh, here it Number comes. five is Matthew Stafford. Oh, oh okay. No, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no I'm totally. I want to hear your argument. All right. Though. Yeah, continue, though. When he was 22 and 23, he had a 5,000-yard season and a 4,900-yard season. He was like 40 yards away from a second 5,000-yard season. It's when he had a running game. It's when his offense wasn't one-dimensional and him doing everything himself. Ever si- All right, the past last year, the Lions rushed for a team total of 1,221 yards. 10 touchdowns. Last in both categories. Yeah. 2016. 1,310 yards. 
nine touchdowns, 30th. Who was worse? 1,335 yards, seven touchdowns, last. They have not had a running game in years since... uh... 2014, 1,422 yards, 11 touchdowns, 28th. Last good season they had, they were still bottom half. 2013, 1,792 yards, 15 touchdowns, 17th. That had to be Reggie Bush. Right, was that the Reggie Bush year? <coughs> I think that might have been the Joik. Oh, the Joik Bell little era? Okay. Um, 2017, when his team ran for the least amount of yards in the NFL, Stafford was third in yards. Mm-hmm. He only threw 10 interceptions with a totally one-dimensional game. He was sixth the prior year, eighth the year before that, ninth. And then when he had the running rushing team back in 2013, he was third again. He's come down in interceptions every year. He's come in 2013, he had 19, he went to 12, and then the last three years he's had 10 interceptions on the year. He's not even 30 yet, and we know... The peak for quarterbacks can last well into your late 30s if you're an elite quarterback. And you believe that Matt Stafford is? I believe he is. I would have, disclosure here, I would have had luck here, but I haven't seen him throw the ball in close to two years. And he has to and, change his throwing motion. and ugh. Yeah, I. it's not that I don't believe in luck. I like luck. They're basement 11 win team when he's on the field mm-hmm. but you haven't seen him throw in two years. i haven't seen him throw in two years and stafford's done nothing but impress me yeah. his entire career do me okay number one's Aaron Rodgers. are you surprised me neither okay next <laughs> <laughs> number two drew Brees, because God damn, is he impressive. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, everything that you said is just, that, that's it. It's, it's Drew Brees. He's the second-best quarterback in the NFL. Dispute it, you're wrong. Three is Tom Brady. Three is Russell Wilson. You are Whoa. incorrect, my sir. There is, and let me explain to you why, why Russell Wilson's number three and Tom Brady's number four. I, I, I want All to, right? Okay. Because the Patriots is 66% Bill Belichick. And 34% Tom Brady. You're wrong. He's buying yes. into it. You're wrong. He's buying into it. You're wrong. Okay, we, we've talked about this before, but when, when in that horrifying loss to the Dolphins, the Patriots had, when Bill Belichick was just like, go ahead, Tom, which, which run one, the offense. Which, which one of the nine times he's gone to Miami with really good teams and lost? You're just talking about last year? Yeah, we talked about this. Uh-huh. Tom Brady would not be able to do what Russell Wilson is doing in Seattle right now. He would, with with the worst offensive line in the NFL, not too many weapons, no running game, Brady would not be able to handle it, and he would not have been an almost playoff team. Remember when we talked about how the Seahawks could have been in the playoffs with the field goals? Tom Brady would never be in that position. The first topic feels like so long ago. I know. Oof. <laughs> Never. Whew. So, he would, if if he was in the same situation that Russell Wilson is in right now, 
he would tank. Currently. So, so, right now, guaranteed. So you have Russell Wilson at three, and you have Tom Brady at four. Yes. Who's five? <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> right now, going into the 2018 season, Ben Roethlisberger has a chance to completely light things up. And the reason why is because Todd Haley is gone. There is a fire under his ass now. With his replacement being drafted, him getting really mad about it, and starting to say, oh, I can play now, I can play now, because he wants to play now, and now he wants to win. Mm-hmm. He is going to probably have another 5,000-yard season. 5,000 yards? He came. The closest he came was in 2015? Yep. And he threw for 4,900. I think he's really close again. He tied Drew Brees. He tied, he tied Drew Brees he, for the most that he year. He had... The same amount of yardage as Drew Brees. Literally the exact, the exact same. Amount. I think he's going to get that close again. It was. I think this is like his last big like. Was it four thousand? It was like a quarter off of another five thousand. Yeah. He has everything going for him offensively, yeah. and I feel like he could finally make it happen. I think Todd Haley being gone is a huge deal, mm-hmm. and I know he makes you mad. I'm sorry I'm doing this to you. I knew it was going to upset you. I I, I, I said it on Twitter before we went on that my quarterback list was going to upset everybody. (laughs) Was it going to upset everyone? Just me. Yeah, Yeah, a lot more you than anybody else. Uh, (laughs) But I know that, like, in our overall list, I'm going to lose on that, and Tom Brady is going to be number three, but I don't believe he can do what Russell Wilson Mm -hmm. is doing right now. Mm -hmm. And Roethlisberger has... There, there isn't a point where he hasn't been a fantastic quarterback and one of the best. Even in his worst, he throws a shit ton of picks and, like, you lose faith in him sometimes. But then he, just like that, on a dime, he does something incredible and wows you. Mm-hmm. Didn't he have, like, three back-to-back-to-back five-touchdown games the one year? Yep. Was that the big year where he tied Drew Brees? Uh... I think it was the same year. No, 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 he didn't have five touchdowns. He had the he had the two good games against the Chiefs and the Colts, and then I think the game at, he had like over the course of like three games he had like like fifteen touchdowns and like two interceptions over the course of like three games. And especially with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster coming into his sophomore year in the NFL, I don't think he has a slump. Mm-hmm. I don't think that man's capable of a slump. <laughs> that man, <laughs> man Juju, what a man! I I love him, but uh, what a treasure. He, uh, Roethlisberger has everything going for him to have a fantastic year. And if he doesn't do it, he tanks to, like, number eight. But. <laughs> Matt, go next. You can do it. No, yeah. no, no. I don't want to go. No, it's you. You don't want to go? No. Uh, we, can't, we can't break the circle. Yeah. You're Corey's next on the list. Down. Number one is Aaron Rodgers. Number one is Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Rodgers. I watch a lot of football. And I've watched a lot of football for a long time. And. Listen, I talked to Corey about this earlier today. The the gaps in between numbers one, two, and three are very, very thin, at least on my list. I mean, we're talking, like, thin enough that on any given year, sometimes any given year, you can swap the three. And I just feel like what Aaron Rodgers is able to do as far as, like, improvisation and the – incredibly ridiculous 
throws that he makes that you're not supposed to make in a game because your feet are off center and you're falling down and you're not supposed to throw across your body. And they literally have, and, and Justin joked about the Hail Mary thing, you know, Randall Cobb, after he caught that uh, the t- on, against the playoffs and against the Giants, they asked him, because th- that was what, his fourth one that he's converted yeah they asked him you know do you guys practice these plays and he talked about like no like this is like we have almost like scripted hail marys for aaron you know the richard rogers hail mary was very very different from the randall cobb one it was very different from the jeff janice one they're all different and it's based on the fact that aaron Rodgers can accurate not just throw a ball 70 yards not just throw 70 a ball 70 yards to a group of people he can throw a ball 70 yards to a spot to a bucket and it is you talk to so many people and they they will literally tell you that he's the most talented thrower of the football you could talk about other things that Aaron Rodgers has and doesn't have his leadership thing he's a little bit aloof he's a little cocky he's at times he's not as competitive i think as some other people he gets a he gets a little bored i think he's a little despondent that's a really good word for aaron but you will almost no one will argue with you that he is one of the most talented throwers of a football ever number two is drew Brees. drew Brees is the most underrated quarterback in history yep he's that's why he's number two on your list he's a top (laughs) (laughs) i know it feeds into my underappreciated argument it's a it is a it is a thing that i feel like not enough people he's a top five quarterback all time he no one he should have never come back from the shoulder injury that he that he sustained in miami i'm sorry i mean san diego the then san diego chargers throw for five thousand yards five times you could make the argument that a lot of those five thousand yard seasons were based off the fact that he didn't have a good defense and he had to go out there a lot and throw the ball a lot that's kind of the knock on him um, and at this point in his career, he's kind of reverted to using his running backs that he now has. Now, granted, in that Minnesota game, he had to come through and play well, and he did. Against Carolina, he did the yeah, same he thing. he did the same yeah, thing that, against... That's my argument for Drew Brees, because like, we're ranking as they are now or whatnot. Now that he's in like the twilight of his career, the fact that he can fall back on his running game that he finally has and mm-hmm. a defense that they finally built for him that doesn't have headhunting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um. Drew Brees, not kick, saying he can kick back is a not not the like the exact. He can choose when to turn it on. Yeah, he can yeah. choose when to turn it on, and when he mm-hmm. turns it on, it's yeah, he's Drew Brees. It's magic. Um, three is Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, no one over the course of a extended career has ever ever done more with less than Tom Brady has. He has always had the bum undrafted receivers he's never had a big tall guy he had one for one year and randy moss he threw 23 passes 23 touchdowns to me at him for one year he's always had these small undersized guys their offensive line is constantly in flux they never have a consistent running game they're getting all these retread players like Dion lewis and Legarrette blunt and his defense has been up and down they went to a super bowl when the patriots had had the statistically worst defense in the history of the nfl no one does more with less on his side of the ball 
than Tom Brady does. And I don't want to hear the argument anymore about his offensive coordinators because every single one of his offensive coordinators that have gone off and coached a head team has bombed. And not only bombed, but they weren't even able to orchestrate their own offense that wasn't even their own offense. It was Brady's offense. Yeah. So I could, about them. I could sit here and talk about Brady forever, but I'm not going to. Number four is Russell Wilson in the same light of Aaron, in a sense, that – the Seattle Seahawks are kind of live and die by by Russell Wilson. Like if Counted he for over eighty percent of their offense last year. Yeah, he it, Russell Wilson had all but one offensive touchdown last year. That is one. First of all, an indictment on on the Seattle Seahawks offense. Good lord, was that offense bad? I'm talking. Bad. They like, still won nine games, and they still won nine games. Yeah, and it was pred- predicated on the fact one, their defense for the first half of the year was still there. It started to crumble halfway through the year, and then eventually, now it's just completely gone. Pretty much, the Legion of Boom is not is no more. Essentially, now when you really think about it, and Russell Wilson, we talked about it in a previous episode. Russell Wilson single handedly beat the Philadelphia Eagles almost completely by himself in a game that they had no business winning. Um, and I think Russell Wilson pretty much is just the, he's, he's easily an elite guy. And then the, the next one of those guys ahead of him, whether it be Brady, whether it be Breeze, I don't think Rogers wants to stick around for a little while. I think he's like 34. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson's going to be that guy. He already is one of those guys. Number five is Andrew Luck. And I understand where Corey was coming from, where he wanted to put Luck at five, but he haven't, he hasn't seen Luck throw in two years. I'm a big – the thing about all of these guys that I've mentioned is that if you took them off their team, that team would be an absolute dumpster fire. I think the only exception currently is the Saints because of the running game they have, the receivers they have, and the defense they have. But if you took Aaron Rodgers off of Green Bay, if you took Tom Brady off the Patriots right now with that crappy receiving core – no good running backs, and that defense that now is seemingly in flux, they would not be very good. Bill Belichick's good enough of a coach to probably win you more games than the others than the other teams, but still. And then Seattle would be a train wreck without Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. We have seen like now, yeah, we have seen now on three separate occasions what the Colts are when he is not there or when he is not healthy. They are a trash boat. That is a terrible roster. That might be, of these five quarterbacks that I mentioned, that is the worst roster out of the five teams. I think they're way better now. I mean, they're better now. They're younger now. They're unproven now, but they might be better now. But that roster is bad. And Andrew Luck took a two-win team to 11-5, 11-5, 11-5, and advanced them farther in the playoffs every single year and would have probably advanced them another level had he not gotten injured. I know that he hasn't thrown a ball in two years. And the thought is, you know, he's got to change his throwing motion. He's got to go through all this stuff. But if we're talking, if we're taking injuries into consideration, when we're talking about who are the best players at these positions playing right now, if you're going to take Russell Will, if you're going to take Andrew Luck's injury history into account, you have to take Le'Veon Bell's injury history into account. If you're going to rank them, you're going to have to take Julio Jones, who is constantly injured. You have to take Odell, who missed the first couple games of his rookie year and the entirety of last year. You know, I don't want to use health is a big issue when we're talking about the teams currently. Like if I'm predicting the Colts record, I want to know how healthy Andrew Luck is. But if I'm rating the quarterback off of what I've seen, Andrew Luck's 
The only thing Andrew Luck's missing out of all the guys I mentioned is a Super Bowl. The only thing he's missing, really. I mean, out of the four guys I mentioned, all four of them are Super Bowl champs. Andrew Luck's the only one that doesn't have a Super Bowl. So, well, that has to do with his health. It does. Well, no, it does, honestly. And I, I 100% agree. And I think that with this new roster they have in Indy, hopefully, I don't think it's going to be this year. I think Jacksonville and Tennessee and Houston fight for that division <laughs> at least for one more year. Um, but Andrew Luck should Andrew Luck's the best quarterback in that division. So yeah, and I, I honestly do hope he comes back and like turns it back on again. Yeah. They have another eleven five season. Your uncle can take him in the second round of a fantasy draft. <laughs> I just, I'm just too concerned. As you should about, be, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's why I didn't put him. I was going to put him there at number five too, but right. I didn't want to because I'm just worried. Right. It's the same shoulder injury that Drew Brees had. All right, and this is this is something that's fun to bring up. Uh, when you said Miami earlier instead of San Diego, when he 2005 when he went into or 2004 when he went into free agency, that was when Nick Saban was in Miami. Yep, and he Nick- he wanted to bring Drew Brees to Miami. The doctors did not clear him, so Miami did not sign Drew Brees. Drew Brees could easily been in Miami with Nick Saban. Nick Saban wouldn't be back into Alabama where he would win all these NCAA titles, and that means LeBron would never win those. You think those doctors are Alabama doctors? They Dude, do? I was totally going down the route like he's going to say, oh, man, we'd have had Breeze. And, and Brady twice a year. No, he goes the LeBron route, of course. <laughs> That's great. LeBron's the only athlete that matters. That's damn. <laughs> depending upon depending upon how many how many times you hang out with Nick Wright, that's certainly true. Oh man! Oh my god! I he's like a him, Chiefs though. fan. I like he him. He is a Chiefs fan, but he's a lot of fun to listen to. He's because yeah. how ridiculous he is. All right, Matt. All right, me. Top five Top quarterbacks. Five. I mean, a lot of the stuff we've already go ahead and to. break my heart, Matt. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers at one. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, everything we've said about him, he can make the throws and plays that don't seem real at times. The only problem was he didn't have a front office to help him, but now they've gotten him Jimmy Graham, so they're, they're trying. They're, tr- <laughs> they're trying with another old, old tight end. See if that helps him. Not going to help, not going to get him a running game at all, but... Mm. Sure isn't. Not that, not that, uh... Drew Brees didn't have a front office office that helped him over the years. Aaron was still getting to the playoffs, though. Drew Brees wasn't. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He had Clay Matthews. He, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's one more player than Drew had, Brees had on You had Cameron Jordan. For you, for you audio listeners, I'm staring Corey down. <laughs> Which is all of you, by the way. Uh, so, number, number two, two, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Still the GOAT, he could win MVP almost every season. He does everything right that we've talked about. He uses his accuracy to dice defenses with all those slants and outs. Other teams have tried to replicate it. Sometimes other teams try to dink and dunk, but nobody can do it the way Brady does with his accuracy, the way he stares down defenses. How many times, I don't know the exact statistic, but how many times does a quarterback throw 50 times and they lose the game because of the quarterback had to throw 50 times. How many times has Tom Brady thrown 50 times in a come-from-behind situation to win games? That's his, like, go-to is when the team sucks, 
Tom Brady will wear you down, mm-hmm. throw the ball 50 times in a game. He'll throw five yards, five yards, four yards, four yards, 12 yards, five yards, five yards, and he'll do it to you back to back to back to back to back, and he'll wear a defense down. That's part of his formula to winning games, and I've never seen another quarterback replicate it as well as him. I'm sorry. That's why I have him where I have him. Amen. Then I got Drew Brees at three. Yeah, I, I had penciled in because if he wasn't, I was just going to leave. <laughs> well, then there's nowhere else. If, yeah. There's I, yeah. Those three. I, I, I was being crazy. Ooh, so, did we put all three? We Okay, so all three of us, real quick, Matt, all three of us had the same top three, but all in different orders. I, that's what I said before no, we said. Tom Brady is not in my top three. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, I'm sorry. You're Tom right. Tom Brady was not, number four. Tom Brady was not in your top three. I don't anyway. know. That's why I said you guys are going to get mad at me. Yeah, no, that's okay. So, yeah, <laughs> Drew Brees, everything we've talked about him, four or 5,000-yard seasons, just does it year in, year out. As I mentioned to you earlier, Kuiper, he has the running game now. He can turn it. He doesn't have to be on all the time. He can turn it on when they need him, and that is going to keep fuel in his tank for when they make the playoffs again. Which, which will be this year. Mm-hmm. So. Um, number four, I got... Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, again, he counted for something like 80% of his offensive yards last season. Absolutely insane. He broke a record held by the late, great John Kitna. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, my God! He just knows. Change our list. Russell Wilson's number one. <laughs> Russell Wilson's number one in all our lists. You, you break John Kitna's record. You're done. You're, I it. mean, you're not done. You're the best. You're the new goat. Sorry, Brady. <laughs> you didn't do what Kitna can do. <laughs> Does anybody remember John Kitna? You played for like the Bengals, right? We do. <laughs> We're his last remaining supporters. I guarantee you, our friend Tobin's got a John Kitna jersey buried in his closet. It's got it's got nacho cheese stains on it. He hasn't worn it in years. He'll bust it out one day when we go to B Dubs. Mm. And like, as the. Uh, young age of quarterbacks comes rushing through, Russell Wilson is going to be the best quarterback in the league at some point. At some point. Absolutely. 100%. Like, these, the top three, Aaron, Tom, Drew, especially Tom and Drew, they're getting older. Aaron's got, like, maybe four or five years left. But, like, when they're gone, I don't know how anyone, at least at this point in time, is better than Russell Wilson. I agree. Yep. As of right now. Unless Jimmy Garoppolo becomes the GOAT. Well, yeah. But in keeping with the theme of, uh, the young guns taking over the NFL. My number five. It's not Mahomes. <laughs> I no. I I was gonna leave if it uh, was Mahomes. No, no. Who do you think I'm gonna say? I think. Oh boy. I think you're gonna say. I don't know who you're gonna say. All right. All right. My number five is Carson Wentz. Get. <laughs> if you audio listeners were just all you Kuiper almost walked out. <laughs> he. Is going to help lead the young guns into promiscuity? No, not promiscuity. The promised land. Promised land works. Yeah, I'm really bad with phrases tonight. Promiscuity is like sexy stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. well, he's there. You go. He sexy young guns of the NFL. They're taking over, and he's going to help lead them right behind Russell Wilson. Before his injury last year, he could have been the MVP of the league. He had the most accurate deep throw in the league last year. I think the future of the NFL starts with Russell Wilson and Carson Wentz. All right. All our number fives were different. Okay. Why, why are you angry about that, Kuiper? Well, come on, lay it on me. <sighs> <laughs> okay. I'm not. A, listen, 
I don't dislike Carson Wentz. You know, he was also rated, I think, number four or five in PFF last year too. He he. Listen, I don't I don't Philly, dislike. Philly has the number two roster. I don't I don't dislike Carson Wentz. I don't. Carson Wentz is a good player. He probably should have won MVP last year, but he got hurt. It was really sad. I was sad that he got hurt. Okay. They won the Super Bowl without him. I don't care. They didn't need him. Like I, I and Carson Wentz. They would have won by more with him. Carson Wentz had he's played in the league for two years. This is why I'm not as big on Jared Goff as you either. It's quite pointed at Corey for all you audio listeners, which is all of you. <laughs> um, I appreciate it. I need I listen. These young guys, okay, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Deshaun Watson, Jimmy Garoppolo, all these guys. I personally need to see you play more than a year and a half to figure out whether or not you're good or whether or not it's just what is around you that is making you good. Jared Goff was awful. And I'm talking awful his first year. He looked like he had no clue what he was doing. Because Jeff Fisher was his coach. That's fine. But then Sean McVay comes in, and Sean McVay completely turned that offense around and made it look amazing. Okay. And there are still periods of time where Goff kind of retreated back into that, like, lost puppy type of thing that he does. Carson had an equally pretty disappointing first year. He yes, did, but then he got Doug Peterson, but who, then he, the protege of Andy Reid, exactly. who has a history of making quarterbacks all-star level. Right. So what I want to see is how both of those guys take the system that Sean McVay has, the system Doug Peterson has, and can they translate that into Because now it's not your rookie year where you were doing a whole bunch of easy stuff, where the coach was purposely not giving you too much to do, right? I mean, first of all, I mean, both of them had completely offensive, different offensive systems anyway. But now teams are going to have a full-year tape on Goff and mostly a full-year tape on Carson. I want to see what happens when everybody... I think one of the big things that all these guys we talked about, okay, Ben Roethlisberger has been good for a long time. Russell Wilson's been good for a long time. Drew Brees has been good for a long time. Tom Brady's been good. Aaron Rodgers has been good. Throughout the years as they've gone through their careers, everyone starts to realize, wow, this Aaron guy is really good. We need to try to stop Aaron. Or this Drew Brees guy is really good. We need to stop Drew Brees. And and Brees and Aaron and Brady have been able to, despite all the new stuff that guys throw at them, been able to overcome that and been able to continuously like evolve themselves to be good i need to see that from carson wentz i think carson wentz is out of the young guys i think he has probably the best situation he's got a fantastic roster he's got a very very smart head coach and i mean for god's sakes he plays on a team that won a super bowl without him so like and I, I, and as much as I kind of like sneered at you, I do agree that had he played in the Super Bowl, I think they had won by more, which is absurd to think about because <laughs> that was the most, that was the highest offensive Super Bowl in the history of the NFL. Yeah. That they would have scored more. <laughs> I think they only they punted once. Mm-hmm. I think so. Maybe they don't punt that that drive and they score a touchdown. But um, 
Carson. I don't know, man. I'm I'm he's, I'm, I'm he's pulling the reins shown, on the Carson Wentz. He has train. shown flashes of brilliance. You know what other young gun quarterback has regressed and not shown flashes of brilliance? Dak Prescott. If Carson Wentz had played like a Dak Prescott, I probably wouldn't have even thought about him being this high up on the list, even with the injury. The fact that he is he's shown so much improvement in the deep throw accuracy, the way he, he has that hot pocket pocket presence, the way he <laughs> <laughs> he has the ability to evade I rolled, sacks. I rolled my <laughs> eyes so hard there. For you audio listeners, that's Which all Which is of all you. of you. <laughs> His... He's shown improvement. He didn't go through a sophomore slump. He went through... Oh, man, I wanted to think of an alliteration for sophomore greatness. Sophomore... Sophomore... Uh, superiority. You're good sophomore you're superiority. Good yeah. He went through a sophomore... Su- sophomore supreme. He went through a sophomore supreme season. Supremacy. Supremacy that's, season. That's, sounds like a type of pizza. Like... Carson Wentz so, would eat that pizza, and he, he did because he's good. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, so where are we at in our definitive football after dark TM official? So we got <laughs> we got Rodgers at a one. Yep. Drew Brees at two. Oh, you're sad. <laughs> Brady at three and Wilson at four. Uh, to figure out number five, I need to figure out where you guys rank the other players that we've all mentioned. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a fun one. For me, after Big Ben, it's Andrew Luck. So Andrew Luck would be six. Matt Stafford. Carson Wentz. Wow. Okay. Oh, boy. Mine? Yep. Oh. Uh, Stafford? None of these guys are six on my list. Um... Man, I, I would put. I, mean, like, I don't have big. Out there. Stafford is eight. Oh. Um, Ben is not as high as Carson. Ben Carson's nine. <laughs> Six, seven, or eight. For Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. pick one of the three for each seven of those or three six. quarterbacks. It's six. Oh, we Stop have to lying. do these three quarterbacks? Yes. That's, that way we can figure out the actual list. Okay. Like, where would you put, basically what we're asking is, where would you put these three quarterbacks if these were the rest of them, the only ones you could pick from? Eight. Ben is eight. Ben is eight. Ben is eight. Where's Stafford? Six or seven? Seven. And Carson Wentz, Wentz is six. six. No! Damn it! <laughs> okay. Carson me, Wentz is five. Stafford is six. Okay. Stafford okay. is six. Let me help you. Stafford is six. Wentz is seven. Roethlisberger is eight. That is not my official list. You are <laughs> okay. incorrect. But, but this okay. is just what... Roethlisberger should be six. But it's okay. No. <laughs> oh, Roethlisberger God. eight. Thank you. Out of your goddamn Thank eyes. you. Uh, Luck seven and Stafford six, I guess. Okay. okay. I'm pretty sure that makes... No, that's a tie. It's a tie between Stafford and Luck. I think we should just do Andrew. It's a tie between Scrum. Scrum. Andrew Luck and Stafford have to scrum. Want to know why I think it should be Andrew Luck? Because it was so close for being the number five on both me and Corey's lists. I was. I was going for his injury. I was going to. Can we give number five to a quarterback that's thrown a pass in the last two years? Yeah, Stafford. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, give it to Stafford. Yeah. Stafford's played. Stafford's played. I'm fine with either of those two. 
and then luck goes to luck would be six. Yeah, we're with only an asterisk. Yeah, we're only doing we're only doing the top five. This is our okay. This is our definitive football after dark TM official top five quarterback list. We have Rogers at number Rogers at number one. Drew Brees at number two. Tom Brady at number three. Russell Wilson at number four. And Matthew Stafford at number five. Read it and weep, fellas. They're probably all mad. I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I don't agree. But we came together. As a collective, we agree. As oh, a democracy. Statistically, and as, as a, I guess... If you want to change the list, you need to rise up above us. <laughs> you I need mean, to rise up above us. No, no. You need to be the working class and rise up above us. The bourgeoisie. <laughs> the bourgeoisie of the After Dark TM. We are the TM. We're the corporation. You need to overcome us. <laughs> you need to get we, me out of office. We, we will start a revolution. <laughs> All right, so who's number six on your list, Kuiper? Why are we going? Oh, yeah, yeah, we want to know, yeah, because it was none of those oh, people who would have been um, number six. Number six on my list is Derek Carr. Ew. All right, I'm it's ending like it right 10. there yeah, because she's so fucking all right. long that it hurts. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> have a great night. This is, uh, please follow us on Twitter at FadPod, Twitter.com slash FadPod. You might well spell, it, spell it so that they know. It's capital F-A-D, N- The capitals don't matter. F-A-D-P-O-D. It will yes. show up. Uh, same thing with Facebook. It's We actually have a... Facebook page. Uh, yeah. We're on iTunes and Google Play. Give us a five-star review. Subscribe to us so you can continue to listen to whatever you just listened to. Hey, Even please. if you don't like football, just do it. Yeah, just do it. It'll Help make us, us really happy. Yeah. This and, uh, is like a crucial time for us. You know, we just got put on iTunes. Every review counts. Yep. And go ahead and go and throw some comments in. Tell although, Piper that he's really wrong about Derek Carr although being number if, six if, quarterback. Although, if, if they didn't like football, how are they going to make it? An hour and whatever into the whatever this is. Because we're we have great chemistry and we're charming. Turn it on and put it on mute. <laughs> put it on mute and turn it on in the last thirty seconds to listen to us say, if you don't like football <laughs> <laughs> Okay everybody, have a good night. I love you. I don't.